Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode with Colonel Talks Fashion. This is Rachel Courtney, and it feels so good to be recording again. We've taken a little bit of a break at the beginning of this semester, but we're so excited to be back. We have a really fun and informative episode for you guys today. Um, But I have someone new with me today. It has been so fun getting to talk to Lauren and have her on the podcast. So I want her to introduce herself and talk about what she does for KRNL. I mean, she has been such a game changer for our team. She runs our social accounts. um, So I'm sure you guys are familiar with her, but I'm going to hand it over to Lauren and she's going to introduce herself and this episode. Hey guys. So yeah, like Rachel said, I am going to be a co-host on this podcast now and I'm so so excited I hope that everyone that's listening right now is having an amazing day or night or morning or whatever and thank you for letting me be in your ears I'm pumped um like she said I'm the digital editor so I do all the social media um I do the graphic design I run the YouTube channel and I produce and edit those videos and I also run the website and do all the things like that so Everything digital is basically in my realm, and I love what I do for Karen now. I love Rachel, and I love everyone that I work with. So yeah, it's a great place to be. I'm graduating in a few months. I'm from Northern Kentucky, Cincinnati area, um, and yeah, I just I love talking to people and learning new things. So when we were talking about this podcast, I was like, yeah, let's go for it, and I'm very excited. And we just recorded this podcast today with Zozo um, about like 15 minutes ago, and you guys. Like when I say it's incredible, I mean like this episode is amazing. Zozo is so intelligent and just kind and just an amazing person. I've, I don't think I've ever met anybody like her, Rachel. Would you agree? She's just like in another dimension in a great way. Like she's amazing. So yeah, I'm very excited for y'all to listen. So we are so excited to have Zozo Shumba on the pod today. She's a spirituality, manifestation, and visualization queen with over 100,000 followers on TikTok, a manifestation and spirituality YouTube channel, a guided meditation podcast, and a one-on-one well-being and manifestation coaching business alongside having a full-time job in tech. So hi, Zozo. We're so happy to have you on. We have such a fun guest today. I'm so happy it worked out and she got to be on today. Um, so Zozo, I will let you introduce yourself. Just let us know your name, um, where you're from, just a little bit about yourself. So hi everybody, I'm Zozo. Um, so I'm based in New York, but I've been in Maryland with my family um, for the bulk of the pandemic, which has been like amazing, not only from like just being around my family, but also from like a spiritual growth perspective. Like, I don't know, I feel like we're all in like hibernation now and it's like free hibernation like everyone at the same time is just taking this incredible pause and I'm really excited to be here and to chit chat a little bit that's so funny that you just mentioned the how everyone's in a hibernation like my friend Julia she's my roommate and we were just talking about like she was saying I know that so many awful things have happened to so many people and I've been lucky that I haven't been directly affected but like she's grown so much spiritually and like creatively and like artists are focusing on their focusing on their art and people are just like in on themselves and growing in like ways that we haven't before so yeah that's super interesting I feel like you've grown at all spirit like not to take the cadence of the um 
kind of discussion, but like, how do you feel like you've both grown like spiritually? Like, have you or like? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I totally have. I hit like rock bottom, not to get too deep on the pod, but I hit rock bottom, rock bottom, like a year ago, probably today around like March. And now I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life, even with everything going on. Like, I feel like I had to hit that space and then just find it within myself to grow and like, just dig deep and be happy like I am now. But yeah, I've grown so, so much. What about you, Rachel? Um, Well, it is so weird, like thinking back to the people we were before COVID happened. I was like literally working nonstop, like with school. There's like all these outside pressures, like getting internships, stuff like that. And just to have that time that was forcing me to slow down and just be with family. Um, I'm from Tennessee. So I live kind of like in the country. So it was so nice just like being the quietness, just having like my family there. So yeah, I definitely think I've grown so much since pre-COVID. Okay, to start us off, Zozo, are you around our age, like 20, 23? Wait, how old do you think I am? This is going to be funny. <laughs> we were talking about this before, actually. I said like 23, 24. Yeah, I just turned 24 and it was like oh, so weird because I was like, oh my gosh, like, is this like quarter life? Like, am I like 28 now? Like, it was just like such a jump from 23, but yeah, I'm 24. <laughs> so are you a Capricorn then? I am <laughs> but I feel like I have Sag tendencies so like I don't know it depends on the day the mood but... I'm a Sag yeah moon and rising like Sagittarius all the way oh wow yeah mm-hmm. so I'm a Leo moon and an Aries rising so like technically a cap like you know <laughs> um I'm a Gemini but Virgo rising mm-hmm. yeah but it's so weird because I'm a triplet so we literally Nah. Yeah, I have the same size, like two different girls, but we're so different. So it's so weird that we're like the same sign and everything, but totally different. <laughs> I've never thought about like obviously I knew you're a triplet, but I've never thought about that. Like with astrology, does that make you like believe in astrology less than? I think that I'm more of a Virgo than a Gemini, just because I'm really chill. Like I'm social when I need to be. Yeah, um, I'm more like reserved and I think my sisters are like that too but yeah it's it's weird to think about. Zozo are you into astrology? I assume you are. I feel like I'm a pop astrologer so I was raised pretty um, like away from all of that like I was raised pretty religiously so like that's like a foreign concept. I think I'm like I don't know the gateway drug is like Cosmo like this is your (laughs) horoscope this week and like Seventeen magazine like when it was like not Snapchat based or like internet based. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah I don't know I feel like my astrology knowledge starts and stops at whatever people are talking about on social media like I just saw this post about like oh how like the Virgo new moon like affects your and I was like what is my zodiac sign how does this like affect me and like other than that I think I'm pretty like I don't know it's not really my I don't know focus area I know there are people who actually are very um, not only into, but also understand the practice behind astrology. And I believe it's tied to, this could be wrong, um, a lot of Eastern, uh, like, spiritual traditions and, like, religion. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to, like, offend if it's the bread and butter mm-hmm. <laughs> of others. But for me personally, I'm kind of a pop astrologer. Like, if I see a post, I'll defo be into it. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> 
literally 100 <laughs> yeah. um, kind of tell the listeners what you do like how you started your spiritual journey I know that a lot of people our age get news and like manifestation information from TikTok which I know that you are huge on um so kind of just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you started your journey yeah so I started my TikTok account like at the like peak of quarantine so like last March um and at first it was kind of like an outlet for me to like not bother the group chat anymore with like my breakup woes and like (laughs) dramatic like you guys like voice note number seven it's like 10 a.m but um I just kind of started in that regard and like just like I had no followers I was like this is cool like I can just like kind of talk about like what I'm going through and like how I'm feeling at 12 p.m on a Tuesday um and I posted a video about how I manifested moving to New York and that whole process. And like I had, I was home. So I had um, my like little leaflet or notebook that I wrote all of this stuff in. And that was kind of the first video for me in that niche that sort of like took off. And I was like, oh wait, people don't know about this. Like the YouTube girls have been on it since like 2005. Like there's like five, 555, all of this stuff. So that's sort of how I started on uh, TikTok. But I think in regards to like um, just the nature of how I talk about manifestation, like again, raised religiously. So like for me, even with the like 5555 stuff, it wasn't like my entire faith system is put into this action of writing what it is I want and having it come to fruition. I was like, okay, like we've been through the motions, asked God, gotten a lot of prayers from like a lot of people about like what I want. Um, And at that point I was like, when I was doing the five by 55, it was senior year of college. I was jobless. So I was like, oh my God, like I kind of need an occupation. I don't know what I'm going to do. And so it was kind of like a a throw in the air and it was like very much like, uh, didn't know if it would work, but I kind of just did it. And then like, everything kind of happens for a reason in full circle that my first TikTok that kind of like blows up is this like thing that I was trying as like a last ditch effort, like employment. (laughs) Yeah. That's so funny. So how did you manifest moving to New York City for those who haven't seen your TikTok? Yeah. So for me, again, like I credit it to the five by 55, but honestly, it's something that I've always wanted. So I think manifestation gets misconstrued often um, manifest manifesting in general, like as a practice gets sort of like sometimes this rep of it's Tuesday of October and by Wednesday of, uh, November or something, I'm going to have this thing. Whereas like it comes in categories and stages and phases. So you have things that you've wanted like all your life. Um, and then you have things that you kind of just like want in the moment, like you want to like get approved for a certain apartment or something like that. Um, so I think the longer term things, uh, you kind of manifest them for years. Like they start building for years. Like let's say I wanted to like move to Paris and like settle there. I would sort of have had that desire for like a while and I understand it. And so like that just like positive uh, practice of like adding to it and like, oh, I want this, I want this. And just like restating it would be um, manifesting. So in the same way, I feel like that's sort of how New York worked out, but also the other things of like intentionally sitting down and concentrating um, my energy towards uh, 
sort of intentionally wanting this and being like, yes, this is really what I want, like right now, um, that helped a lot. And I mentioned five by 55. So it's like this practice or this uh, kind of like exercise where you write a gratitude statement uh, 55 times for like five days in a row. And mine was like, I'm so grateful that I live in New York and I have a job that uh, I make this much at. Um, and it just like kind of worked out. So, yeah. so that was your manifesting statement like before you were in New York you would write yeah. that oh interesting I was still so I went to University of Maryland um so this is completely still like how am I gonna get like a job um I studied information science which is kind of like soft computer science um so I was looking for primarily like research roles I'd gotten like a really shiny internship but like headcount was a thing and they just didn't have headcount um, and so I was kind of like on my own that entire year trying to figure out like how to sort of still do research in tech and like all of these things. But the opportunity that ended up working out was like literally beyond what I could have even like, I don't know, beyond even like all of the rejections that came before. So um, what would you say to people our age that are looking to get into manifestation? Like what some easy things they can incorporate in their like daily routines? Yeah, so I think just like being clear on like what you sound like and what it is that voice wants. Like a lot of times if you're say manifesting quote unquote from a space of, oh, like Kylie did this, like I low-key want that too. Or my friend has this, I kind of want that too. Whether that's a material item or just like a position in life, whatever. Um, you're not necessarily putting yourself first. Like you always have to come first. Everyone has individual desires. Like I'm sure you don't want the same thing as like some of your friends want and vice versa. So if you're very in tune with yourself and hearing yourself and honoring that voice, it'll tell you exactly what it wants. And by, by in turn, you'll be like, okay, I wanna like manifest this. Um, and you'll have like this like I don't know, it sounds a little woo, but you'll have this like angelic team literally waiting in the wings to make sure that it happens because it's not coming from you. It's coming from that inner voice, which I think funnels into like just everything. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like the way in which you get better at listening to yourself, if that's something that's not, that doesn't come naturally to you is to spend a lot of time with yourself in silence and solitude um, meditation is intimidating if you're new to it, but honestly, you can like sit there and stare at a wall and literally you'll start to like feel this weird ease with yourself. Do you have like a meditation routine or like when do you meditate? Yeah. So like, I like mornings because like, there's actually a lot of things. That's <laughs> like the most myself, I feel like. Nighttime is a little whack, but in the morning. <laughs> that's not by accident actually because when you when you right when you wake up you're like the closest to like your spiritual side of yourself just for like the purposes of this like conversation like you're you're most authentic you can hear your inner voice you can hear all of these things super well so like usually when I wake up I kind of just like I'm not on my phone I have like do I have um screen time on my phone so like all of my apps are kind of like shut down until 12 p.m um, but I just kind of wake up, get coffee or whatever I need to get. Um, and then sort of it's my meditation, prayer, study time. Um, 
where I kind of just like honor it as like my, whether it's like 10 minutes or 20 or 30 or like an hour on a good day, that entire pocket of space is for nothing that's like worldly. There's like just completely whatever comes to me at that time, whether it's like writing or journaling or um, praying or meditating, that's sort of how I go about it. And recently at night, I've been visualizing like a lot um, just because, I don't know, I feel like visualizing is like a whole other world that's amazing and we should defo chat about it, but. <laughs> I was gonna, I really wanted to ask you actually, I was, I've been listening to your podcast a lot, um, your different visualizations. So I don't, like I meditate, I journal, I practice gratitude. I try to manifest, um, but I've never visualized before. So that really opened me up to something completely new. Do you like, does that just come to you or do you write them out like ahead of time? Like, what is your process for that? So like for me, like, I feel like there are two categories. There's the writings. So, like when I write, it's also like a really meditative practice for me. I don't know what that is, but it's great. Cause I zen out and I'm just like writing, <laughs> but the kind of like guiding visualizations it's a lot of trusting and it's actually kind of scary to record them because I'm like is anything going to come through like am I just like like I just wait for like I don't know something to like kind of push me or like um I think my latest um episode was sort of about like a walk in New York and I did that four five six times before I was like okay this is where I'm supposed to land with this one um so visualizing as a tool is kind of like a sense so we have like five physical senses but then like visualizing is really tied to like your third eye quote unquote all of these like new agey terms are like very there's a lot of them um but it's like your third eye and that capability to visualize everyone sort of has it unless you have like aphantasia or I think I forget the name but like you can't actually see through your mind's eye um but visualizing is incredibly incredibly powerful because it's like a form of manifesting if you're able to see something it's like occurring kind of um on some other level like on an emotional level maybe um so I think visualizing is like amazing <laughs> and I think that like visualizing things before bed at least for me it's so easy because you're in that like tired state yeah it's kind of like you're going into some sort of a dream it's yeah. like the tiktoks this is kind of off topic like the tiktoks and they're like me when i'm like thinking of a romantic situation with someone and they mess up so i have to start it over or something like that you know like you can kind of get into that space in your mind for more positive things than maybe trying to think of the guy that you have a crush on but you know same t sort of thing yeah and like visualizing is that's literally what it's for so let's say like you're saying like it's a you want to like manifest like a soulmate or something like that or some really prolific, great, epic, amazing relationship. Visualizing at night what that relationship would be like or what you would be doing at night like with that person or like what life would be like with that person is you manifesting. Like you are, like you're, you have an ability within you to sort of create what you want to see. And I think that's literally my mission at this point is like everyone should learn how to like be the authors of their lives because you are. And yeah, I don't know. I love visualizing. It's amazing. <laughs> that was one of my questions actually, because um, I forget what I was listening to with you on it, but you're talking about your craziest manifestation story. And one of them was about 
someone in college, um, like a romantic situation. <laughs> Would you tell our listeners that again? It was so funny. So so I was like in a BSTAC class, like business statistics. I don't know what I was doing. Like I was very lost. I didn't know what my major was, but I was in a BSTAC class with like my best friend. And um, I had a crush on, I think it was like a sophomore, like a freshman. Um, I had a crush on this like senior who we kind of saw at like um, different org meetings. And I was like, I've never talked to this guy. Like, dude, how are we going to do this? Like spring is coming really fast. Like I have to secure the husband. It's literally crazy. <laughs> And so I wrote down on a piece of paper, like, oh, like I want to spend time with this person X, Y, Z. And I was like, yep. Okay. That's just it. I did it. If nothing happens, it's just like, whatever. And I like, I think I put the paper like in my bag or something. Um, and then a few weeks later, like they DM me like out of the blue on Instagram. I'm like, how did he, how did, how did he even like know my Instagram? Like, what is this? Like, I'm not doubting it. This is fantastic. Wow. But I think what made that so I was thinking about it the other day actually I was like what did I do at that point I think I was just so clear there was no mud in the water in my intention and so it happened and obviously it came to nothing but like whatever it was evidence of my ability um but it was no mud in the water like at all like if you have like a clear intention and you're not putting a layer of fear on it you're not putting a layer of I don't know if I really want this like it's very clear strong intention it's like a radio signal that's like a hundred percent and so it'll be delivered but I think when it comes to things that like maybe you don't actually want at your core or like things that you think you want but you don't actually want or you're telling yourself you want them they will take longer to manifest one or they just won't just because you don't actually want it but in that case like in that moment based on where I was like I wanted that and so it worked out but yeah that was like vibes that was great (laughs) before you started practicing um all that too so maybe that was a reason as well why it came true because you're like wow that worked maybe I should like lean on this a little bit yeah for sure and I feel like also like all my life I haven't been one, I remember there was an instance like in uh, fifth grade. So I used to live in like Western Pennsylvania and we came to like this Maryland area just for like a weekend to visit family friends. And I remember thinking so clearly, I was like, I want to go to like the University of Maryland. And I was just like, mom, I want to go. And she's like, okay, like, <laughs> sounds great. Like you'll be applying to schools eventually. You're still like really young. And that's where I ended up going. And along the way, I tried to like really no, I don't actually want that. I don't want to go there. I want to go here. I'd rather go here. That was like, I I was a child. I didn't want that. But it was, again, that strong, clear intention that we shouldn't doubt or question. And it doesn't question itself either. And it like fulfills itself. So that's one of the things I've like always heard is after you like ask the universe for something and like, just believe it'll happen, let it go. Don't well on it Mm -hmm. yeah and it's kind of it's hard to do when you're like but I need this grade or like it's hard to do when you're like but I need xyz or I really want this but life will force you to do it like I mean this pandemic is like evidence enough I was like thinking about it the other day I was like so when am I going back to New York like when is that occurring for me like May June like but I feel like I'll know when it's time to go and I'll just go um yeah, so I've been like working from home this whole time. So, do you still have an apartment in New York right now? 
Yeah, wow. so my lease ended at the end of December. So I did for a while. So it's like kind of going in the summer and stuff, but mm-hmm. not currently, yeah. What part of New York did you live in? So like Hudson Yards, quote unquote, like Midtown West. I don't know. It's like very, I don't know how to explain it. Like it's like the West side. So like by the Hudson and things like that, um, which I think I'll stay there. I had this dream that I shouldn't move downtown or to like the Lower East Side. So like I'm not going to oh. do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's so funny you say that. Do you think that the universe like will send you signs like that? Oh, a hundred percent. Like if you don't listen, that's like your choice whatever but like you get signs like I don't know like air cycles through your system um you just have to be like aware of them and you have to trust them too like sometimes you'll see like let's say like angel numbers or you'll see like uh other signs related to what you've asked or what you put out there and you're like oh wait no that might not be true like okay like silver platter that might not be true feel free to push it back if you'd like but it came for you to believe it so might as well believe it. Like, what's the alternative? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I kind of want to go over my, like, manifestation routine. And I want you to tell me, like, how I can improve on it or, like, what I should or shouldn't be doing. Okay. So, I don't know if you've heard of the five-minute journal. I have, Rachel. Yeah. So, the five-minute journal is so great. It will give you, like, a quote to start your day. And then it'll give you three things that you want to happen that day. And you write two I am statements. And then you follow up with it at night, like three great things that happened today. And then um, like three things that you're grateful for. I feel like it has the aspect of like what you want to happen and then your gratitude. What do you think? Like how much of it is like manifesting or how much of it is gratitude? Like do you still need to do both or? So I feel it's actually funny you say that. So I use the body by Rachel app, uh, Rachel what's her name I don't know she's a trainer on Instagram and she has like a whole section so every time you open the app I think it's that that she took and you just like do that um but I feel like it's all about vibration so at the end of the day like you have a zone in which you are in quote-unquote the receptive mode and if you haven't I would really recommend listening to Abraham Hicks because It's just literally like everything you'd ever need to know about anything uh, related to like manifesting and like just living authentically. And so it's all about vibration. So like you being in a state of gratitude makes you the most potent magnet for everything it is you want. And you've been putting desires into your bucket of, I want this, I want this, I want this since you like showed up on earth Um, and being like in a state of gratitude, being in that like receptive mode, quote unquote, just like makes it really easy for these streams to start like flowing into you and to start manifesting physically. So like if someone asked me, should I prioritize writing a list of my manifestations or being in a state of gratitude and just like bliss and joy and like acceptance, I would say the latter because it's like that will bring and magnetize everything that you want to you. Like you won't literally have to do nothing. That's your only job is to like stay in a good feeling place kind of not to put stress that like oh my gosh wait I just like said something that was like so ungrateful like what am I doing like no it's fluid so like just go back yeah that's like you asked us earlier how you thought we've grown spiritually this year um and I mentioned that I was going I was going through it um like a year ago around this time but I really do think that is why I grew so much and why I am so just 
freaking happy that I am. Like I just express gratitude every day. And I realized that it was like a choice to be happy, a choice to look at everything around me. And I just like, I raised my vibrations. My energy was like higher. I was just a happier person. Um, So you put it into words. You put like my whole experience into words in that like two minutes that I could never really explain to myself or others for like how I like am so happy now. But yeah, that was a beautiful way you just put it. Yeah. And the thing is too, with that state, it's like, once you reach it, you're like, I kind of don't want to go lower anymore. Like I'm good. Like I want to like stay kind of here. Like, and it's Mm -hmm. never tied externally. Like things will happen obviously. And like, you'll have a bad day or like, you'll be like, today's like not it chief. Like, I don't know what's going on, (laughs) but like, you'll still have that place to go back to because like you created that home for yourself a little bit. So always vibration is like number one. Vibration is key. Um, is there something that you do within your space or within your environment with like getting your clear mindset just like staying happy yeah so like I don't really do say I mean I burnt what is it Palo Santo because it came with like the meal delivery box that I was getting and I was like okay like this this, like clears negative (laughs) energy sounds good but it's not great smelling we'll probably never do this again (laughs) candle person so anything like I don't know I just love candles candles are great I think aromatherapy is underrated I went to this workshop where it was like um these two women who this was pre-covid these two women who are perfumers and they were talking about how like scent is spirit and how it carries with it uh different energies and like vibrations and things like that and this was like pre me being on TikTok or anything and I was like oh my gosh that's so true because I'll like smell a perfume and be like oh that's what my mom used to wear like when she was like coming from work when I was in elementary school and I'll like grab that feeling and I'll just like oh my gosh that's amazing and I even have like perfumes that I like wore all of sophomore year of college or like junior year and I'm like that was a time and they're like encased in like history and I'm like eh, can't wear that I don't really feel like feeling how I was feeling when I wore that Mm -hmm. so candles 100% for me are my like I don't know space vibe checkers (laughs) and then this is a little bit off topic but you did mention that you grew up very religiously um I just had to ask you about this so how did that how did your parents um like what do they think about your spirituality journey and all of that yeah so I wouldn't say it's like um I don't know I wasn't raised like orthodox Christian or anything like that but it isn't I wasn't raised in a way that um, created a lot of like boundaries kind of. I'm like really grateful that I was uh, in an environment that like was very much conducive to like understanding relationship and prioritizing relationship with God over like religiosity or like practices in that sense. And obviously those things have their place to me, religion and like spirituality, you can't have one without the other. You can call yourself whatever you wanna call yourself, but they're one in the same. It's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, the sky and clouds, they're both the sky. Um, So for me, I was raised in an environment that like really prioritized relationship with God over all of that. So in a way, the way in which I sort of practice my religion now it's similar to the way I teach it and I try so hard and I hope it comes across that like the way I understand spirituality is in no way separate from the way I understand like God and like 
everything that goes with that. Um, I know some people are like a bit hesitant to mention like, oh, like God this, God this, because like, oh, some people might not believe in God. It's like, if you believe or not believe love, like it is what it is. <laughs> um, so for me, I think never has there been like a negative kind of like, oh, are you sure that's like correct in the way that you're like understanding that or like relaying that or like um, not a big crystal person. I just don't get it fully. Not that it's wrong. I just don't understand it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm very much relationship first and less not relationship first, if that makes sense. But you do get that across very well, I think. Um, <laughs> like I did kind of know the answer when I asked because I've I followed you for a while, but um, you do get that across in your message. So. Um, I love that you brought that point up because coming from the South, like being a Christian is so huge there. So I was like wondering, what's the difference between like asking the universe for something, asking God for something, you know? Yeah, I don't think they're different. So like God created the universe. So like you're kind of just like using the step below instead of just like using the step above. Either way, you're on the staircase. So it's okay. There's no judgment. There's no um, kind of like restricting. But I just think like if you have the opportunity to connect with God instead of like something second like why wouldn't you I don't know I just like I'm smiling so much right now because I honestly like love talking about this one and two it's like I want everybody to feel like this when they come to a conclusion similar to this you know what I mean it's like you literally have access to like oh like do you understand this like you have access to like everything every single thing in the world and it's like not even the world like extended beyond and it's your literal privilege and your birthright and you should honor it and when you come face to face with it like hug it because it's like yours and it loves you and you love it and it's amazing so what would you say to like skeptics of their process yeah it's kind of like so I look at it again like a window pane that like has stuff on it so like everyone has this clear ability to sort of create the life they want and to manifest quote unquote but like some debris got on there, whether it's through life situations or friendships or just you've forgotten your core essence. I always say like young people, like children and babies are the same as old people. Like you come to the same head at the end um, and at the beginning. And it's like, that's who you are. That's the core of who you are. Like your ability to manifest and to be a creator is who you are because like a piece of God is in you and he's like ultimate creator of everything. So it's like, that little thing in you will never die whether you discover it at 15 or 57 like same thing completely because you found it when you're supposed to find it but again that ability is like I don't know I feel like manifesting methods are like the gateway drug to like this entire world of just like spirituality and whether you find that through religion or your daily practices however you find it you're in it you know what I mean so you mentioned earlier you told me the crazy story about um manifesting that guy to dm you on instagram but the last time i heard that that was like a few months ago and i know you've been practicing a lot since so is there a new like the craziest thing that has ever happened in result of your manifestation that you're just like wow is there a new story yeah um i wish i could say we'll wait a little i won't talk about that one Um, I think for me, it's just like getting a clear direction. Um, so if you go back in my notes, like I have, Google, I've had the same like notes app for years, I think since like middle school. Wow. Um, 
like desktop based. So like a lot of things that I like wrote down, even with like TikTok and everything, like I just like want to tell stories and I want to like help people like find God and all of this stuff is what's happening. Like it's coming to fruition. And like, I've been thinking a lot about um, sort of other ways to sort of do this and like other ways to kind of like, I don't know, diversify how I'm doing it. And a lot of opportunities are cropping up recently. I actually switched positions. So I was contracting before um, at Google and that was like so fun, exciting, great. But for some reason, I just like kind of felt like, oh, like I want something different. And so like last May I was like, okay, I'm ready to like start looking for like other positions like in the middle of a pandemic. Um, And it took a few months. I did the whole like five by 55 thing, did the whole prayer thing, did everything. And I think it was like November-ish. I like got tapped on the shoulder by like my current company. And like, I was like, okay, cool. Like, let's do it. But I was like, yeah, I know this was coming because I like manifested it. Like I knew, (laughs) I just didn't know what it was or like what company it would be. Um, I just knew I was like leaving. And so I think that's like the most recent, I was like, I mean, I trust this whole process. This is amazing. So you said you worked for Google. Yeah. So I was contracting at Google. It was so much fun. Um, Yeah, it was great. So now I'm at Squarespace and it's still so much fun and just, yeah, I don't know. I like take TikToks in between meetings. It's great. I don't know if this would have been possible without COVID. (laughs) like you're just such an interesting person how you are so like computer science like that is your full-time job but then you're so creative and spiritual like I feel like you don't meet a lot of people who can tap into like both sides of their brain like that like you are a full brain type of person (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't know it's very I think the takeaway from that too is like you're not one thing I know when you're like um, in undergrad or high school or middle school anytime you're kind of just like okay like I'm gonna do this you have a very clear-cut goal of like what external steps you need to take in order to be like secure but like once you do those things you're kind of at the point where you're like wait I like have hobbies too like I used to have those what are they um, what do I enjoy doing like you're a total person you're not like what you do you're this whole person who you used to be kind of thing like it's interesting. I'm still trying to grasp it. Maybe it's just like an early 20s thing. It's so weird. I don't know. So when you were younger, do you think do you think you've always thought that way? Or did you used to just tap into one side of you? I feel like when I was younger, I had a clear goal of like, I was really ambitious in high school. Like, I don't know, our high school was like that, like everyone's taking like five APs or like six APs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, same. <laughs> like, I love AP physics. What are you talking about? Um, and I was kind of disconnected from that version of myself this version of myself uh, as was needed at the time I think to really focus on like academics and things like that but I was still like a reader I still considered myself a writer I still considered myself like a storyteller I just didn't know how to do it or like I wasn't thinking that it was like a huge part of who I was it was just a part of who I was and my focus in that space and time was just like making sure that like externally I would be like secure kind of. So yeah, I don't know. I feel kind of the same way. I played volleyball. I was like very much into my sport and very focused on school, much like you just said, Mm -hmm. but I really didn't, I love art and I love design and I'm like a creative person. And I kind of like hid that away 
not for any reason. I just like didn't focus on it. And now, I don't know, came into myself a little bit more and realized like I hate volleyball. <laughs> I like being creative. So yeah, you can't run from yourself. Like it'll, it'll really scream when it's ready. Like you can't do it. You can try all you want, but it's, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I feel like COVID helped with that a lot and like finding like little things that you're passionate about aside from like your full-time job. I think it was by design too. Like it's not an accident that we're all like coming of age while this is all happening. I don't know. I feel like we're going to get to talk about it and write books about it and like be like, this is what happened in 2020. Like, <laughs> So what do you enjoy making content for more like YouTube, TikTok, um, Instagram, and you also do like a one-on-one service as well right yeah so like for me YouTube is like training wheels I don't know it's like something for me to like spiritually work on delivering like what I'm feeling in real time which is like I don't know sometimes I think the evolution of my YouTube has been like the evolution of like how I've grown to trust what I'm hearing like I was talking about and it's like just like do it like just trust it like this is what's been kind of like what's being told of you like what I'm hearing like that I should be doing and so that's like a huge play space for me and I'm always like jazzed when I see like comments I'm like wait a second you're listening to this you're watching this like I thought this was like just me vibing on my own but um I love TikTok because it's not different from who I am as a person honestly I like am very like I'll just be sitting there and I'll like start thinking about like oh wait a second like I think yesterday for me I was like why do people put black and white like in a box like people are either black or white when really it's like a spectrum like we're all literally different shades and it's because it's like easier for us to conceptualize uh, or like our ego to like compartmentalize instead of accepting the reality of the fact that literally everything in life is a spectrum nothing is all good nothing is all bad um no black no white there's no like I don't know everything is like a spectrum we there's no one thing is this way one thing is that way and so like yeah no TikTok is defo like the best thing ever (laughs) I love making content for TikTok it's easy for some reason um I hear a lot of times that like oh like creating volume of content for TikTok is like really intense you have to create like six videos five videos it's like my drafts I think I have like over a hundred something drafts where I'm just like talking it's like this is so easy for me like I can just like chit chat and like the hardest part is adding subtitles like TikTok needs to catch up with accessibility but that's another story um but for me, it's defo TikTok. It's so easy. And especially when I started doing like um, sort of the visualizations on TikTok, I was so surprised. The first one I did um, last year was the like you're walking in New York and it's like raining or something and you're going back to your apartment. And I was like, I used to like be obsessed with fan fiction. Like this is like what we would do for fan fiction. This isn't like really different. Um, so I think TikTok is defo what I enjoy the most just because it's most natural to me it's like I'm talking to like my friend but then like people comment so it's cool so it's easy being a content creator when everything just flows out of you yeah and you stop looking at it like you're doing something maybe this goes for other things too because it's like if you feel like you're doing work you probably shouldn't be doing what you're doing unless it's like required like school Mm -hmm. um but if it comes naturally to you to like 
film YouTube videos or like to get into the studio and start recording covers or like just like to get into your car and start recording covers like do that because that's like there aren't many things in life that are easy to do and the things that are kind of what you're supposed to be doing so that was good. <laughs> that's kind of just like a career <laughs> career advice for people yeah. like you're supposed to love what you do you shouldn't yeah. feel like you're okay for sure you should go into career advising <laughs> I think I would cry like, <laughs> like I never want to relive that like I don't know journey <laughs> I'm about to enter that I'm basically in it right now so that if you ever need like either of you like any tips like I know the internship struggle I know the like first job struggle like it's a lot there's so much like pressure nowadays and I feel like it used to not be like that yeah and like LinkedIn is like every single day it's like someone's like I am so honored to be (laughs) the first class of like people for this fellowship I am so ecstatic it's like okay like we get like okay it's a Mm -hmm. pandemic relax (laughs) I just have to not get on LinkedIn (laughs) really bad for your mental health to go But LinkedIn, they talk about Instagram being bad for comparison. LinkedIn is what hurts the most. Yeah, LinkedIn hurts a lot. It's like people start getting positions like a year before they should. And they're like, I'm just waiting for other opportunities to pan out as well. But this one's in the bag. Thank you. Like, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm graduating in a few months, actually. So gotcha. I, I need some guidance. I, need <laughs> I, I like have been focused focusing so much on school and like mm-hmm. carrying all this publication so like I haven't been thinking about it that much and then sometimes I'll be laying in my bed about to go to bed and I'm just like oh shit like, <laughs> I, I need some help fingers crossed for you too. like that's not just a dream it's like I don't know your desire has a magnet that matches it so like you already like have a desk somewhere it's like it's just I don't know it's just hard in the meantime and the time being of it coming to fruition kind of like I get it 100% well, thank you. That, like, I can't stop smiling. <laughs> I can't see, but, like, that made me so happy. I feel like if you told me that, like, that I have a desk somewhere, like, it's in the past. Ew. It's, like, that's how you have to think about it. I think, especially with, like, even internship stuff, it's, like, feels helpless or hopeless, but it's not. It's just, like, I don't know, you can decide it's not, and then it's not, and it's, like, continual deciding, and then mm-hmm things start clicking and you're like whoo okay cool I'm not hated by humanity and like the universe at large (laughs) (laughs) I know that goes back to trusting the process okay Zozo like I've learned so much from talking to you you're such like a calming person yeah (laughs) Um, so where can our listeners find you on all your socials yeah so you can find me on TikTok uh at as told by Zozo I always okay yeah and then on Instagram at Zozo Shumba and um on YouTube as well as Zozo Shumba and you can also listen to my podcast it's linked on all of those um platforms and yeah I don't know everything show notes for you too so go check her out she really is like incredible if you want to get started or if you're already into it just yeah everyone should check you out because you're awesome Thank you so much, you guys. This was so good. I feel like I was like hanging out with like two of my closest friends. This was amazing. You guys have magic together. (laughs) You're magical. Like I'm like going to be sliding your DMs after this and be like, hey, Zozo. So thinking I like you're going to be my guru from now on, if you don't mind. (laughs) (laughs) So something we do at the end of every episode is we'll do like a fun life hack. It can be about anything. We've literally had so many random life hacks. 
so what is like a fun life hack for our listeners a life hack trying to think if you're trying to move to New York one of the things that or one of the pieces of advice that I got was don't blindly like look for places always go and trust the vibes like if you walk into a space and it's not great and you're not or like you don't feel great in that space there's no amount of anything that's going to make it feel great so always trust the vibes with your like friendships and with your um I mean, that's just like a good life hack. Even when you're like applying for stuff, like if you get weird vibes, like you're literally like a vibe thermometer. Like you know what's good and what's wrong, what's good and what's um, bad. So trust your vibe thermometer. <laughs> Is that's that a life hack? Thermometer. Is that red? <laughs> Make some merch. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, though. So I like really appreciate you taking time out of your Sunday and chatting with us. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for having me on. And you guys are doing amazing. This like, I feel, I feel the good energy coming from this. It's like coming from a really authentic place. So keep, keep doing it. Well, thank you so much again. You're the best. Everyone go check her out right now. (laughs) Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.